everyone. I'm Eric Grill. I'm here with Jeremy Snyder, and we're here to talk about some of the things going on in the Bitcoin ATM industry, as well as just the crypto industry as, as a whole. So how's your day been going, Jeremy? Well, it's been an interesting morning so far, just uh, getting into the office and perusing crypto Twitter, looking at some of the current topics that are going on in the industry. Always interesting stuff. What did, what did you find this morning? Yeah, so this morning, I probably one of the big ones I think that everybody's really talking about is... Uh, the uh, SPAC with Bitcoin Depot. So obviously striking a $885 million you know, dollar deal, um, that's, a, that's a pretty big topic. Uh, yeah, and that, that's a pretty high valuation. I'd love to see what happens when, the, uh, when it starts trading live. I'm, I haven't seen uh, what that's going to be, but that's a pretty big valuation. I, I guess they're hoping to get that over a billion relatively soon. If it hits the market, they like it. They don't have far to go. So that's big news. That's good news for, I'd say, the Bitcoin ATM industry as a whole, that there's an appetite for that, that, that sort of number. Absolutely. I think that they did a large favor to a lot of Bitcoin operators who are obviously out there probably applauding right now um, just based off of that type of evaluation, um, you know, really gives gives a, you know, a leg up to those guys to also, you know, consider doing some something very similar, if not exactly the same. Yeah, well, for those, uh, a special purpose acquisition company is sort of the, the way that people go public. Uh, they used to do reverse mergers where one company would acquire another company and now They've literally just created companies that are designated to do that and kind of shortcut the process instead of going through an IPO or the reverse merger. Um, and that's that's the, what they did. So in, in essence, they had this shelf company sitting there uh, that they utilized to purchase that company. This one's already listed. We're through all the processes, and then you just need to do a couple of things to get the, the whole process going. So I guess they're looking at probably a couple more weeks, and you'll see them actually listed. I don't think it's trading right now, but should be it should be interesting to kind of see what comes out of this and how this really benefits you know the market in general um obviously the investors appetite that's going to be out there i would imagine this is definitely going to pique some interest for some people who have some money and are looking at trying to invest into you know blockchain technologies but specifically bitcoin atm industry um this is obviously a first uh, no one's done this yet, so it should be really exciting to kind of see the outcome. Well, no, um, so there, were, there was another Bitcoin ATM company that did a reverse merger, uh, and and they, they, but which is not a SPAC. Uh, this is definitely a, a different avenue, a more maybe an honest avenue uh, if from the SEC's viewpoint. Maybe I don't know. Uh, either way, another Bitcoin ATM, but they and they had a pretty high valuation as well, um, but they were highly diluted and they weren't just a pure play ATM. So we'll see. One of the other ones that I saw that was also, you know, pretty interesting was uh, obviously the uh, D.C. Attorney General is uh, planning on suing Michael Saylor. Uh, obviously, you know, he has a claim that he lived inside their district for well over a decade and wasn't paying any any taxes. Uh, completely bogus, if you ask me, but uh, definitely an interesting topic that is trending out there in crypto Twitter this morning. So what, he owes local tax in D.C. because they claim that he was living there? You know, I'm not sure. It's really interesting. I don't see I'm him... I'm sure he has houses in friendlier jurisdictions, and that's probably where he filed, and they don't like it because they said, whatever, you know what, that's... What I will say is Michael Saylor has given some uh, tax advice to people on, on not paying taxes, so perhaps it comes from... from from saying some of those things because I was a little surprised that someone in his position would be talking about, well, here's how you never pay taxes. I'm like, oh, wow. I don't know that you should say that. <laughs> but He but likely in, in might have targeted himself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then someone's like, hey, who is it? Especially in D.C. 
I also wonder when he changed residency. I had always thought that he was a resident of Florida, believe it or not. I thought that he had or maintains um, his actual legal residence here inside our state. He probably does. Who knows what the story is? At the end of the day, it could just be a politician trying to make a name for themselves and has nothing to do with anything. Just a press release that goes nowhere and, oh, dropped it. We we settled it. It was $5. (laughs) And and you never hear about it. And it's just some dumb story. But I don't know. Well, wouldn't worry about it too much. He'll be fine. I think it just goes to kind of show the federal government who says that, you know, cryptocurrency has no use. It obviously has a use for them now. Uh, They're using it to generate (laughs) some revenue. So, yeah. California? I saw yeah, that California. Morning, uh, California. Yeah. Did that not just like yeah. smack you in the face when when you saw that? I mean, they, they've done this a few times. California had a bunch of different licenses. One of which was really just lightweight, like saying, "Here, pay." You know, uh, this thing I really haven't looked at it, so it's just kind of I kind of like ah, uh, okay, they passed it. We'll see if he signs it. We'll see if it actually becomes a law. Because I'm I'm tired of looking at it and going, "Oh, this is going to the world is falling down. They're going to make you do this. It's worse than the bit license in New York." And and then yeah, okay, they killed it. Next, <laughs> I mean, well, so I, I don't know. For me, the first thing that hit me was that someone actually said, "Hey, this is a version of." You know the New York bit license, but for California. So for me, that I don't think it right is. There. It can't be that bad. If it's if it's that bad, that's really a problem. Yeah, because the the cost for a company to get into there and the exclusion of of banks that they don't have to go through that process. It was easier to buy a bank than it was to get through this ridiculous process. Who's that helping? Yeah. Come on, let, let's. But. Astronomical, but also, you know, um, Governor Gavin Newsom. He's he's already put out previously like he had a completely different vision. So what this bill in general, it's inconsistent with what Newsom's vision for the policy that he was really trying to pave way in the state. So I think that what we're kind of seeing is this bill, while it's short sighted, obviously, it's not going to be, you know, helpful. It's going to create a lot of unhelpful restrictions, you know, and impede innovation, as as you know, and as you agree, you know, having having, you know, overregulation is is obviously a giant hindrance and, and a have big you looked issue. at what's in it? So I looked at, you know, some of the fines. They want to license um, every company that deals with, with cryptocurrency. Okay, but what does that license, what does that entail? Like what, like in New York, they want $0. You've got to keep it for 10 years. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there. Just nobody has to do that. So why would they, you know, they, they literally threw the kitchen sink and they said, hey, can we make them jump through hoops too? Yeah, hey, let's make them do that. I mean, is it is it like that or is it more of, do they, okay, so do they address money? Um Money uh, laundering, or are they just completely consumer protection? It looks like it's completely consumer protection. You know, um, definitely okay, would want to. So then, that's better than the New York law right there, right? Because the New York law just is all encompassing across everything. So, from a cons- so they want bonding and they want things like that and licensure and who's owning it and how much. Okay, well, money. So they want money. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to kind of see, you know, what comes out of that. You know, it's it's likely to push a lot of businesses out of the state if it is, you know just an extreme burden in order to even get started as a non-starter like you can kind of see today in new york it's it's very prohibitive to starting new companies so that innovation goes elsewhere you know unless you are already a big company with a lot of money who is currently you know doing things in the space and you're innovating and you have your bit license that's really the only people that it appears that new york caters to so i really hope that california is not taking that stance and again um, everything that i've read from what gavin newsom wanted as a governor i don't think that it's there 
My opinion, I, I don't think he signs it. I think he vetoes the bill. He has, uh, what, 30 days? But also, when I was reading, it also said it didn't even have an effective date until January 1st of 2025. That's That also seems crazy to me, too. Wow. That's so, uh, well, I mean, let's see. Yeah, so even if he did sign it, then then somebody could potentially come in and, and get rid of it and say, that, well, we made a mistake. So their way of hearing feedback is how much noise you make between now and 2025 when it goes into effect. Nice. Okay. Well, I was going to say the votes for, for the Senate, as I understand, there, it was like 31 to, to like 7 or 31 to 6. It almost didn't make it through there. Um, but then they also you know, sent it through assembly and then it was nearly unanimous. It was like 71 to zero. Um, so it definitely feels like it's more of an assembly push than it is probably from, but, from their local Senate. But from, from the, from a, a, a legislator standpoint, why wouldn't they do it? It gives them more power. It gives them more of a budget. It gives them something, you know, there could be a new blockchain committee of California and this and that. So from their perspective, this is all just, you know, another, them for them to create of, of regulatory nonsense, really, because what are they solving? Is, is there a pr- problem that they were trying to address or they're just saying, oh, we're, gonna just, we're just doing this? Well, the answer is they're just going to do it because they have no yeah. idea what they're even regulating. <laughs> All in the name of consumer protections, which they currently already have inside their state. You know, they, they do have yeah, a if process you're holding people's for money, money transmission. And, and you have, yeah, if you have hold people's money, I mean, it's clearly defined that you have to provide some kind of consumer protection through bonding or some other mechanism or, or proof of, of funds, uh, that type of stuff. But like we operate in the space of where we don't hold customer funds. So it's like a vending machine. They come and get by a candy bar. Imagine the candy bar company having to prove that they could reimburse everybody for candy bars and things like that. It's just an absurd blanket formula that they like to apply. We'll Absolutely. see what happens. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet that they do not, um, they do not pass this. But yeah. I'm going to we'll say it gets vetoed for sure. But it is California. Who knows? <laughs> it's your problem. Here, we passed it. Now it's your problem. Oh, great. Thanks. You know, um, and, but it's going to hurt small business, right? It, that's, that's the problem. But hopefully the uh, Silicon Valley, you know, I guess you call it the lobby, so to speak, uh, stops this thing. So we'll see. Yeah, with technology being as strong as it is in their state, you would think that there would be a, a strong lobby against this. And and specifically with the number of, you know, crypto and blockchain related businesses that are there, um, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that this is going to be received well by by anybody. Um, historically, California has been extremely friendly, you know, towards the industry, um, but specifically extremely friendly to Bitcoin ATMs and even with posting, you know, their opinion of that on their website. There isn't another state that I'm aware of that actually posts that in order to help, you know, people in that line of business where they're doing true peer-to-peer, you know, uh, transactions and saying, hey, that's not that's not in our state a requirement for a money. Well, they've more clearly defined yeah, they've more clearly defined what is a money transmitter. They, well, they've had a lot of applications. I, there's some other states that have done similar things that have been, you know, we've had to communicate with them, and you know, we've sent no action letters, and they didn't respond, and we ended up just talking to them. And at the end of the day, they just didn't understand this space. But fast forward all these years, most of those guys have some sort of idea what's going on here, and um, yeah. Well, we'll see how that. The, is there any mention in there of Bitcoin ATM specifically uh, in the law, or, or have you ever? 
read through it or you don't know? I haven't gotten all the way through it. It's it's rather lengthy. I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that's kind of plugged in there. Yeah, but I'm not even going to read it. I'm, honestly, I'm not going to read it until until it gets passed and it becomes the and, and in 2025 we'll see where the uproar that happens uh, and trying to get it reversed if it does happen. So I'm not going to worry about it. Again, you yeah. you can operate without it till 2025. It's not even a concern. 2025? Are you kidding me? We won't even be talking about these issues anymore. We'll be talking about something new. So don't even worry about it. Well, my hope is that other states don't follow in suit. You know, obviously the the bit license concept in general. I, I think it's it's just it's not. Well, no other states really done that. But right, New York is New York is, and nobody. Everyone looked at that. That first they were looking at that as oh, let's use what New York is going to do, and then they looked at it and go, why would well, this is insane? And so the, nobody did that. They they literally are the only one that did that. And then the people that did that disappeared and like like cockroaches. But uh. and everyone's kind of left to to deal with the fallout from it. Well, I just hope that California doesn't follow suit, and I hope that no other states, you know, also see this and and kind of think, oh, this is what we need. You know, consumer protection. I don't know what your opinion is on consumer protection, Eric, but my opinion is, if you want to have better consumer protection, it really starts with education. People need to get out there. They they need to educate you know individuals on on what they need to do, the questions that they need to ask in order to ensure that you know they're doing things safely and responsibly with their own money. It shouldn't be a police state for the government to have to come through and tell you you can or you can't do this with your money. Everybody as an individual should be able to to make that assessment on their own. Um, so some of these consumer protections, I think, go go way overboard. I mean, um, I don't have any problems with having to get bonds in states to to provide that if you're holding consumers' money, um, and then being a but but you know you don't have to be forced to do that as a business. You want to provide those protections. Listen, if I'm right. holding your money, you should have some assurity that I have enough money to cover the money, you know, or I'm insured in case of loss or any of those things. I don't need the government telling me I need to do that. You as a consumer should require that. Go like, hey, how are you guys funded? You know, look at you know look at these things that are failing now. Like when they, we've been begging Tether and and all of these others for more transparency. Why? So that we can make a better informed decision on whether we trust them with our with our funds. So what else is going on in space? Uh, it's been a quiet week actually. I don't I, you know, I don't hear a lot of noise about anything. The price of Bitcoin is probably the biggest noise and. I don't really pay that close attention to the price. Uh, it, it, you know, I saw it one day hit 17. I was like, oh, that's that's good. And I needed to go home and buy some more. But aside from that, um, not, you know, not much going on. Yeah, that definitely seems like it's it's rather quiet. I think that that's probably an indication of, you know, the current bear market that, that we're in. Everybody's, you know, scrounging to, to get every dollar they can pulled together to, to purchase at some of these, like, insane fire sale prices. So I mean, you you watch these dips, and it's just like, it, how, how do you ignore some of that? I usually do. I usually don't. But but when it drops significantly like that, I get a, I I, I want to know. Like, oh look, all right, maybe maybe I need to look at holding some. There was a point in time, but I, you know, last year where I was like, man, if we could just get you know crypto to to go below, you know, let's say forty. I'd buy some more. And now it's like, hey, if it can get below 30, and now it's if it goes under 20. <laughs> well, but you do. You buy more and more and more, and then you're like, oh, crap, it dropped more. I don't have any more money to buy any more, uh, any more Bitcoin. But, uh, but I, I, I like the bear markets. Uh, you know, when we went through the other one, it gives you time that shakes up the industry, and uh, you, know, you focus on like, your core stuff. And if you can survive through uh, a market like that where people aren't as interested the meetup groups the machines even themselves aren't doing the same volumes and just just in general um 
it makes for a stronger company. I mean, what we did through the last, like what they call the crypto winter was we implemented an entrepreneur operating system into the organization so that we would, you know, we were better structured to come out of the crypto winter. So now, or well, <laughs> right before now, I guess, you know, we were, we were well poised uh, for, for growth. And, and even now with the slowdown, like we're still doing fine. It's not really impacting us in a, in a large way. There is a, a bit of a slowdown. Um, but it's given us an opportunity to do other things with the machines, like the voting on the blockchain in in, in uh, Mexico that we'll be doing. It's just something that we may not have had time for if the market was as hot as it normally is, and all these deals and all these things and all these things, you know, all, all this stuff going on. Yeah, I guess uh, the idle time, you know, definitely allows people to get out there and and really start to to truly innovate and and start creating some new stuff. So you just mentioned the voting on the blockchain. Let's let's talk through that. That's that is awesome. Sure. Yeah. So we're so we have a machine actually in the Mexican Senate. Uh, Senator Indira helped us get it into the on the Senate floor. And so while we were there, sort of presenting it to the senators, they were talking about legalizing Bitcoin and making it legal tender. But I don't really think that'll ever happen. I think um, that's probably a discussion for later on in Mexico. Mexico is too big to to make those kind of changes. So I just said, hey, let's flip the script. Let's let's change the discussion and talk about transparency. Why don't we vote on the blockchain? And they're like, they they didn't even know what I was talking about. And I tried to explain to them exactly what it is that I meant, and they loved the idea. I was like, well, if I build it, you'll do it. And they were like, yeah, we'll do it. And I'm like, all right. So I got the head of the Senate. I got all of the people to uh, to agree to do it. So we built it out. We've been testing it, and we're we're going to continue to test it. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to do some. Uh, we're going to let the senators vote on the blockchain. We have other places that have approached us now as well that have heard what we're doing there and want to do it so go figure it's a bitcoin atm machine and a voting machine i guess it's <laughs> pretty awesome. but it is on so, bitcoin we did we did do the voting on bitcoin so all the all the maxis won't get upset that we that we did it on ethereum or, or something else it will be on the bitcoin <laughs> blockchain we're using we're using the opcode we're using the characters we're doing like basically like colored coin days of of, of using the, the embedding uh information inside of a transaction to kind of collegially uh do it there were there were quite a few open source projects out there that were doing similar things but they kind of died and so uh, the, the only things that are available were really not big. Anyway, we, we, we got it working. It's, it's a pretty simple process. So, um, so what we'll is the plan? Is, is the plan to make a lot of the, uh, the voting actually public? Is it going to end up on, on the web? It's all going to be public. Everyone's going to be able to yeah. see that? Yeah, you can actually. So you can go on any explorer and actually see the the voting transaction, and you can see. You know, it doesn't all make sense because some of the characters are just like embedded hashes and things like that. But you can actually see this senator voted this on the Bitcoin blockchain without any special explorer. But we also have like a public explorer that'll take the information and interpolate it and say, you know, senator so and so voted this, senator so and so voted this on on this uh, on this issue. Um, so yeah, but it's all on Bitcoin. That's fantastic. You know, there's there's so much use that is not even being you know taken advantage of. Um, that I mean, even our own localized government could be doing it. And and to see the Mexican Senate kind of paving the way to do that, it's uh, it's awesome. It's mind blowing. Well, I, I you know I, I guess I have some ideas on why that is. A lot of a lot of people are doing projects just to make money, and that's why there's a lot of things not being built on Bitcoin. People go create other. It's easier, right? It's easier just to go build your own platform and build out exactly what you want it to do and, and not have to do it in Bitcoin. Building things in Bitcoin is a struggle. It's very hard to do. 
uh, you know, that coffee supply chain project. We really wanted to do it in Bitcoin. We looked at Lightning. We looked at all these, you know, even creating a side. At the end of the day, oh, my gosh, it was so much more complicated to do in Bitcoin. And so we ended up doing that in Ethereum. And, and that was a bit disappointing because here we are 10 years later and we're still building things. We, we don't have the tools in Bitcoin that we need in order to build smart contracts. We don't have the, I mean, they're out there, but there's no standard. It's not like Ethereum. It's not like the other platforms where you can really utilize them. So it's, it's, it's a bit disappointing. But the reason is, is there's no money in it, right? Everybody wants to create their own coin and make money at that versus going out and building on top of Bitcoin where you're going to have to make money. Why? How? By being successful and building something that's useful and getting paid for it, which is hard to do as well because it's open source. So there is a disconnect there. Like there, the incentives to build on Bitcoin are not there. So anyway, I'm going on a tangent here, but that's I don't one think of the that, I don't think that's of, a tangent at all. Matter of fact, I think that's more of a call to action. I think that there are there have there has to be people out there who are doing this. There has to be people out there, there who, who like, share this. There are. We need and, we need, and, and we need them on. to come on this show and talk to us about these projects, <laughs> not just your projects. Wanna, but we need we need. Those I want to know what happened to RSK. Too. Those guys, those guys created Ethereum on Bitcoin literally like a week after Ethereum came out and said you didn't have to do this on Ethereum. You could you didn't have to do another blockchain. You could have done this right. on Bitcoin. They're like, no, you can't. And they did it, and everyone's like, oh, well, yeah, why would you want to do that? And then they went off on their own, own thing. But I'd like to know why that failed because it was working and they just never really did anything with it. Um, uh, they had other projects, I guess. I have seen yeah, I mean, some very interesting projects, though, that have that have really kind of you know floated on by, and I'd love to hear some of those updates on them. One of them was I was at a I was actually at the Bitcoin conference um, in April down in Miami, and there was a gentleman, and he was putting on a presentation about how he was doing homeschooling as a group on the blockchain. Um, you know, in order to really unite the children and the families. And I thought it was just outstanding. And they had different modules and things and the way that they were that they were trying to, you know, really pitch this in order to get some funding or some backing in order to help. Like you said, there's there's not a lot of money in it right now unless you have someone who's willing to fund it. But I mean, it was a it was a great concept. There's got to be a ton of other concepts out there that that people are are looking at they are but they're but they're not being built on bitcoin that's the problem they're being built on ethereum or you know there's a million other other coins that that, that they're doing this kind of development on because it's a, it's a lot easier it frankly is uh if you're going to do a bitcoin application of, with smart contracting and all i don't want to reinvent the wheel where's my engine where's my where right. is my tools for me to not have to reinvent the wheel and to utilize this network of of uh computational power to do what it is that i need to do and and People will tell you, well, it doesn't belong on Bitcoin. It belongs on this other side. Well, where's the side chain then? Where Lightning doesn't do that. Lightning doesn't, that's not what it was designed to do. So that's not the answer. And there's a couple other projects out there, but none of them are as good as, uh, oh boy, I'm going to get killed. None of them are as good as Ethereum, frankly, or, or, or any of the other smart contracting <laughs> platforms that are out there. So uh, I just heard a few dings. I think you got some hate mail. Um, <clears throat> what's your opinion on, okay. on, on getting that changed? Like so, what what would it take, in your opinion, in order to to get the tools, in order to start promoting that, in order to get people to feel more comfortable to start building on, on Bitcoin? I, I don't really have any. I mean, I, I think all these maxis and you know being religious about that 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 might be uh, shaming people into using it, maybe. But that's not really an option. That's not going to work because at the end of the day, a developer's going to use the best tool at hand to 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 build what it is that they need to do. 
and so Ethereum's too expensive. I'll go to Avalanche. I'll go to where you know Solano. I'll, I'll go to another coin because I can build the technology, and end users don't care what's going on behind the scenes. They just want the thing to work. I want to hit the button. I want it to do what it's supposed to do. I want it to work. Um, we're still too deep in the weeds of caring about layer one Bitcoin versus Ethereum blockchain, this block. Who cares? Like, we really need to be build, building these layer two technologies um, in a big way, and that's what we're not seeing in Bitcoin. We're seeing it in Ethereum because they solved the thief problem. They, they, they solved other problems in Ethereum through layer two, but why didn't that happen in Bitcoin? We got lightning. What else, what else is there? There's not much, not, nothing big. Yeah, that's true. Except liquid. I'll say liquid's kind of cool too, but even that had problems in the federation of the way the nodes worked, and we tried to build off of that, and yeah, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just easier. Ethereum has more tools. There's other coins that have more tools to, to build off of, and, and that's a shame. Okay, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from that. You can always decide to cut that part out if you'd like. Nah, it's all right. I don't care. I, no, I said it. I, I, no, it's true. It's true. The incentives are not there to build on top of Bitcoin. It's easier to make money building on one of these other coins or even creating your own coin. Right? You can build a token on top of Ethereum and create a $100, billion, you know, $100 million asset. Right? You can't do that on Bitcoin. Colored coin, back before, you know, was, was this idea of what, kind of like what we did in the voting. You put embed information in it. But what a kludgy way to, to, to implement yeah, it. Just, it hasn't been built out. Any other what projects you, you got about? your? Oh, I was just curious <laughs> if you had any other projects that you know you've you've kind of seen out there that that you've heard about that you thought were were rather interesting or something that may have inspired you on on a project that that you're getting ready to work on. Well, I, I always see lots of projects that I think are interesting. Whether whether they become anything and do anything, you know, who, who knows? I mean, uh, we'll see. We're doing a coffee supply chain project in El Salvador that we're, you know, with the university students that we're doing again. So I'm excited to see. Uh, you know, we'll be meeting with, and kicking that off again and doing that again. So we'll be talking more about that uh, once we start implementing it. And that's again using Bitcoin. Well, in this case, we used uh, Ethereum, but we tried to use Bitcoin. <laughs> We did try. We we built out a prototype, but at the end, it was so it was such a mess. And I was like, you know what? All right, guys, go ahead, use Ethereum. <laughs> I just I can't argue. I can't, it's just. And then over a weekend, we had it rewritten and working on it. I was like, ah, oh, we should have done this from the beginning. We would have gotten so much further along. But you know, realize it. For I'm curious, it what was the consensus amongst the students who were working on that project when when they learned that they were literally shifting or pivoting from from Bitcoin over to Ethereum? Um, honestly, they kind of wanted to do it from the beginning, and I said, "Well, okay, I'll tell you what. If we if you try to do it in Bitcoin and we can't get it working in Bitcoin, uh, we'll 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 do it in Ethereum." And 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 they they did. They looked at Lightning. Actually, we talked to the the, develop, uh, the developers at Lightning Network to say, "Hey, we need to store this." Info. It just it's not designed to do that, right? You're pegging money. It's not it's not yeah. designed to store data. So that wasn't going to work. We looked at Liquid. We looked at all these different technology second layers that were putting data on there. Um, we even looked at doing like the colored coin embedding. It's just, but no, this is stupid. Like this is the tools are not there. Versus going to Ethereum, click, click, click. We got a contract out there. We've got the, what all the API is built out. Okay, well, I guess we're gonna go down that avenue. But again, it's a proof. Of, it's a proof. It has to work, right? That's 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 the bottom line. Is it has to work. And if it takes so long and we can never get it working, then it's it's worthless. So we had to get it working in another another platform. 
Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of good people down in El Salvador that are relying on that in order to help fix, you know, that supply chain issue and ensure that, you know, money gets into the hands of the people who who it was intended for. Yeah, I mean, we're not paying them in Ethereum. We're going to no. pay them in Bitcoin. So the money aspect of it is Bitcoin, but the the technology and then people could say, well, you could have just used the database. Yeah, we could have, but we wanted to use a blockchain. We wanted to use a statement of truth because of the the problems that that created that down there. So uh, Ethereum fit the bill. So yeah, I uh, meant from the standpoint of, of efficiency, efficiency yeah. and and you know revenue generation and being able to to pay you know all the workers for. You know every step and stage, you know of that industry. It's it's really interesting. Oh right, to, to I mean the idea see. behind it is, it, well the problem was the workers weren't getting paid, and and so eventually they stopped showing up if they're not going to get paid. So now we're tracking it through the process, making sure the workers getting paid, making sure they're getting fair market value on, on the coffee when it goes through the process because people were being taken advantage of. There was corruption. There was all these things in the process that really broke it years and years ago, and they're still recovering from that. And um, I think this will help help do that. So it just shows using this technology as something other than just money and, and saving an industry in a country that has adopted this as a technology as its financial solution. That is a lot of, a lot of great topics that we've kind of covered today. Um, hopefully as, uh, as things progress over the next week, there will be a, a little bit more to, to kind of talk through and happy to kind of bring that, bring that out there and express those opinions and obviously if there's anybody out there who's listening to this and they would love to to be on our show as a guest and and talk about a project that they have um topics that are out in the industry right now uh definitely interested in having you there we have a landing page uh, on the website in order to go ahead and, and do that we'll put a plug in there for that if you're interested uh definitely uh, hit us up <laughs>